Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Secret Spaces featuring viral drops, dropping some alpha. Let's take a listen. For those who don't often come to these Secret Spaces, we do them every Tuesday. Sometimes the time changes. Usually it's right now, 5 p.m. UTC. We usually feature teams from around the Secret Ecosystem coming in talking to us about what they're doing, what they've done, what's coming next, how you can get involved. Sometimes they've got some awesome alpha. I think today is one of those days. So give it just one more minute, but let's get this link shared around Discords, Telegrams, Twitters, etc. Let's see if we can't get a couple more people in here before we kick off for real with the viral team. All right, I think we can just about get going. And we'll see if we can't get some people to stream in here after the fact. But happy Tuesday. Tomorrow is the launch of Shockwave Alpha, our biggest mainnet upgrade since Supernova last year. This one is bringing some massive improvements to the ecosystem. Five to 600x performance improvements on some critical stuff, touching the NFT side of our ecosystem as well, including queries and claiming and all these things. So. Super excited for that, which means we can start talking a lot more seriously about some of these end-user focused use cases that we're going to be chasing down over the coming months and years. Today, we're going to be featuring one of those teams thinking about how do we bring secret NFTs to the people and what's it going to be like to interact with them and to have them link the physical space and the digital space. Uh, we are bringing back a team that's been on Secret Spaces before because they've got more to share. So before we get into exactly that, let's quickly do personal intros with both of our guests here on stage uh, in either order that you guys like. But let's, let's kick off. It's time. Yeah, thanks again for hosting us. Um, we were here on Spaces about two weeks ago and just starting to tease sort of what Viral is doing. And, and now we're in the full swing of things with our Genesis Mint coming up on May 22nd. Um, so yeah, so I'm Jamama. Uh, been with Secret Network since 2016 and just kind of walking through uh, the ups and downs and the bear and the bull markets. And, you know, it's a pretty hard act to follow after the UST drama the last uh, 24 to 48 hours, but really stoked uh, to be here. And then also just really stoked to, to get viral shipped and, and um, yeah, talk more about the project. Yeah. Uh, echo what Jamama said. Thanks for having us back on. Um, we've been peeling back the onion on the details of our project, right? So it's great to get a chance to bring it all together again and, and leak some major alpha. 
Um, anyway, I'm Geo, uh, core team director. So I'm responsible for managing the day-to-day operations, uh, leaving Jamama to focus on the bigger picture and the strategic partnerships, etc. So I guess you could say I'm the sort of getting stuff done guy, um, with particular emphasis at the moment on marketing and strategy. Uh, also, much to some of our listeners' amusement, uh, I'm also tasked with trying to control Jamama from leaking all the alpha all the time. Uh, but as you guys know from our last visit, that can be a rather uh, thankless task. So we'll he- see how we go on today. Well, that's why we like having you guys on is because we know we can't help yourselves. <laughs> uh, so in that vein, let's pick up where we left off, right? Feel free to be as upfront as you like. Feel free to be as mysterious as you like. But start at least with the assumption that a few people here probably missed your last episode of Secret Spaces. So with a quick recap up top of what viral is and what your vision is, then we'll start going down the path of uh, what didn't you leak last time that people should be aware of as we start to hit more and more of these milestones that you're teasing. Yeah, I'll take that to start us off. Um, So really viral, uh, the whole intention is bridging the virtual and in real life, right? And, And so that comes in uh there are many flavors (laughs) and the way that we like to uh, break it down is into multiple phases right so um again for those that that haven't listened to our past amas etc our intention is really to push the utility use case of nfts and in particular secret nfts um, because what we're doing uh, one has applications uh, both in real life and in the digital space uh, cross chains cross um, you know whatever your profession is uh, but uh, when it comes to um, how we implement it it really is only doable on secret network and you know I, I'm I'm definitely a secret network uh, maxi in the sense that uh, I understood pretty quickly that privacy is is a necessary, uh, you, you can't do what we are trying to do without privacy. You can't do a lot of things, uh, whether it is like, um, you know, trading or, um, yeah, like DeFi, like how, how can you do it without privacy uh, when everybody knows what's going on, right? And everybody can see into your wallet, everybody can see into your NFT ownership. So, so really, uh, when it comes down to it, it's all about secret network and, and the privacy use case. Um, so, so yeah, going back to the phases, um, viral, we're, we're looking to ship some pretty major tools and we're doing it in three phases. So phase one is new NFT tooling um, that allows anonymous on-chain redemption uh, of in real life assets, right? So, so this is major in the sense that um, not only with secret NFTs can you purchase uh, NFTs privately, you can own them privately, but what we're trying to push is for uh, NFTs that are tied to in real life assets that you can redeem them anonymously. So, so that, uh, so that's a, a major point. And, and then to tie it with that, uh, we also want to look into how, uh, and this is what we're actually implementing is how we can provide tooling and technology that allows for those in real life assets to be uh, verified authentic on-chain and um and also privately right and so so with all that said we're framing this phase one 
using merchandise, right? And using uh, merchandise as a utility test case. And we want to do it as, as, uh, as hyped as possible. We want to ship the best products as possible. Um, but we really want to make it clear that that's not where we stop. <laughs> I want to make it super clear that Genesis isn't our finish line. Genesis really is our, our starting line for, for all that we're trying to do. And so uh, phase two, just real quickly, um, it's all about access control and ticketing. So in the same way that uh, we're doing this verification tech in our merchandise, uh, we're going to be using that tech to then do ticketing at events, right? Um, and then, again, all verifiable on-chain. Um, and then phase three, which th this is sort of the beginning of the teasing. Um, we've already kind of shared phase one, phase two with the community on multiple AMAs, but phase three um, has yet to be fully announced. But as all right, get ready to rein them in. Uh, all... <laughs> I'm ready. Um, phase three is uh, we're going to try, we're going to use our tooling uh, from phase one, phase two to do easy crypto payments uh, on mobile and specifically at events to start. So, so we're going to, um, and again, I'm not going to drop everything here, but uh, essentially using hot wallets, using our verification tech and uh, mobile to do two factor at events for um, easy crypto payments. So, so that, that, that's just to, to kind of start the conversation. I know that was a little long. Give me the mic before you drop any more alpha. Give it. Um, let me go into um, more specifics on phase one before he uh, does any more damage. So um, phase one includes our Genesis drop. Um, so we're creating tooling that allows privacy preserving access uh, to in real life assets and experiences. So this includes on one hand uh, ways to communicate with the in real life provider, right? And on the other hand, ways for the in real life provider to give back to the user uh, a unique custom experience without doxing. So uh, specifically in Genesis, that means uh, exclusive content that only the owner can see in their private metadata, uh, like custom photos of your Genesis shoe being made, you know, by Matt in Manchester, for example. Um, so, you know, merch has been done before, right? You know, we spoke about that last time, but never in such a one-of-one -one, uh, NFT community themed, never to be repeated, privacy preserved fashion. Um, thanks to Secret Network and the tools available, it really is at first. Um, so this partnership, uh, the Genesis partnership uh, between MBC and Secret Network won't ever be repeated. Um, so it's a one-off nod to all of your favorite dApps and collections on the Secret Network. Uh, so in short, if you want your if you want your one-on-one -on -one custom secret kicks, then uh, this is your only chance it won't be repeated. So uh, the brand portfolio that we've established is to be envied. Uh, it takes a lot. Uh, for a brand to pass our exacting standards, not just for the the asset or experience, um, but also for the post mint redemption process. Um, we found, you know, we've been looking around, right? And we've th there aren't many providers that can make truly high quality one of one merchandise. But these are the guys we want to support and onboard into crypto because, you know, their followers are just like everyone here, right? They're passionate about their subject. Uh, so we're bringing those two groups of people together. So in short, uh, we're bringing NFT utility to in real life artists and artisans uh, with an easy to approach uh, NFT platform. This is yeah. super exciting. <laughs> it is. And that that's the, you know, we have our, our Discord up and our community is really growing and really active. And um, it's amazing to see 
uh, people are starting to get it. <laughs> people are starting to get like this big ephemeral idea that we started shipping, but then now, you know, we're, we're actually implementing it in these phases. And so, so it's extremely exciting. Um, and I, I did want to share just like uh, a recap of, of the mechanism for this first Genesis project, um, this first Genesis collection and, and phase one. Um, yeah, j- just real quick. Uh, so the mechanism behind the, the, re- on, Anonymous on-chain redemption um, is really critical. And and this has actually been a a question point for a lot of people, um, especially when they're new to to viral and understanding what we're doing. But um, yeah, just for Genesis, what what we're doing is uh, when you go to Mint Genesis or if you go and buy it on secondary, you're going to get this V1 NFT or version one, right? So the version one is set up so that um, the in real life asset whether it be a good or service, um, it's digitally packaged, right? So V1 grants the user the ability to buy, sell, trade that asset. Um, and honestly, one, especially using stashes secondary, um, but in an environmentally responsible manner, right? Because uh, your digital asset, we don't have to worry about storing, shipping, or uh, upkeep of the physical asset, right? Until it's redeemed. And because of that, um, that V1 asset, preserves the full value of the customization. So for example, with Genesis and Matt B, uh, you know, one of the questions was, well, <laughs> what if I mint and it's the wrong shoe size? It, that doesn't happen, right? Because the shoe size isn't set until you redeem. Uh, same thing with customizations, like adding your initials, or if you get an ultra rare, you're able to get um, an NFT hand painted on the side of your pick, right? So, so that V1 asset, is that uh, digital representation of your physical asset, right? Um, in the same way that your PFP in the digital world is a representation of you, right? And so, so then when, when you're ready to commit to bridging your asset in real life, um, that's when you interact with our tooling some more, right? So the essentials are that when you interact with our tooling, you'll no longer own V1, and instead you'll have a V2 asset that is the next generation of your V1 asset, right? So this prevents issues uh, that we were concerned with, which was like double spend, where you might have um, a V1 that's redeemed, but then resold uh, with the uh, intention that it, it's still redeemable. So so we fix that with doing uh, a V1 to V2 swap. Um, and then, so yeah, so version two, uh, V2 is the equivalent of your NFT purchase order and receipt. Right, and so it'll come with custom artwork that is linked to your V1, uh, but then V2 also allows you to interact with our in real life provider anonymously, right, through our tooling. So in our tooling, you'll you'll be able to provide information privately on various variables to finalize the order, but then also our partner in, in Genesis case, uh, Matt B, they're able to provide you with uh, custom content that's specific to your shoe. So so we partnered with them to do bench photos of your shoe being produced um, that only you can see in private metadata. So, so all this comes back again to secret network. Imagine trying to do this on a public by default blockchain. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't want one. I can't imagine it. I refuse to imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It just, it doesn't make sense. And, and you know, one thing uh, that we will probably touch on later too, but really want to push that, you know, viral, our intention is not to stay uh, specific to Secret Network. We want to offer services across the crypto ecosystems. But 
and this is a hundred percent, we're going to stay on secret network for our tooling. And the whole point of that is one, because it's private and two, we want to grow secret network, right? The, the last spaces you asked the question, you know, about growing secret network and, and we'll, we'll probably uh, get some time to talk about that later, but um, it really is about pushing privacy first and foremost and pushing private by default blockchains first and foremost. I love it. I love it. And yeah, you said it last time, you're saying it here again, again, this is all only possible because of the secret tech and secret is here to help every application grow. And we're here to be part of the stack, the entire stack, however you want to architect it. Everybody has a need for privacy in their own way, but we just know that web three doesn't have enough of it. And the way that secret does it, unlocks a lot of use cases that aren't possible in other networks while preserving a lot of the composability that a project like viral is going to rely on as they start to scale these operations. I think that's the the key piece here that we've talked a little bit about before is can we have programmable privacy and composable privacy? And with Secret, the answer is yes. And if you try to build out privacy solutions sort of application by application, we start to realize that as these applications try to talk with each other, the first thing to go is user privacy. The only way to solve these problems is by first compromising privacy and then figuring out after the fact how we'll get it back. I love that we're already trying to think about ways to avoid that future failure state uh, in the launches of all these applications and all these in real life activations and value propositions. So since we're talking about that, you keep saying there's this genesis and this first drop and things like that. Tell, tell us a little bit more about this because I think anybody who's listening now, that's the next thing that they'll be able to do or pay attention to. So tell us a bit more about like, what's the timing? What should somebody listening here do to prepare or participate in, in any of this stuff? Be as specific as you need to because I'm sure a bunch of people listening here are dying to get involved. Yeah, we're so excited uh, <laughs> for the genesis drop. Um, it's scheduled from May the 22nd, so put in your diaries. Um, and we're proud uh, that it's in partnership with Secret Network uh, and also proud that it includes uh, providers such as Stash, um, Shade, BTN, Secret Network, we know, um, and also NFT communities, Anons, uh, and Redacted Club. So uh, first drop, Genesis, May 22nd. Wicked. How many days is that? 12 days? Not a lot of time to prepare. I know it's pretty scary. <laughs> Don't remind me. We've been uh, we've been at this for for months, uh, and, and the idea has been stewing for even longer than that. But um, just just quickly, you know, we're a team of six, and, and that's fairly large in the crypto world for for teams, especially when you talk about NFT projects, but. Um, yeah, we've been grinding for, for months on this and yeah, it's scary that it's 12 days out. Yeah. But shout out to the team, right? I mean, they're just doing amazing. Uh, just unreal. Like many teams building on secret, just like the best, best people, the best in class developers, product thinkers, which I love to see. I mean, we want as many of these teams building in the secret ecosystem as possible. We've always said secret is supposed to be that sandbox for web three where you can build the stuff of your wildest dreams that you couldn't think to build on ethereum solana other ecosystems because of that privacy value proposition so it's cool to see that remaining the case 
that launching cool tech brings cool people. Uh, so tell, tell us then we got these cool people building cool things. We think we're on track then for the, for the Genesis launch, despite all of this market craziness going on around us, right? Like since we're building for the next decade anyway, you know, yeah, that comes with some near-term consequences probably for if you're shipping your, your go-to-market product, but you know, this is just the start of a very long journey for you guys beyond merch, beyond the Genesis drop. Uh, what is it that you're just trying to change both about how this is already working in the crypto space, but just like, what are you trying to change period about the world? Like what, what do you want things to look like in a couple years that would just be such a dramatic difference or improvement from where we're currently looking at things now? What, why is that going to create a ton of value for people? Yeah. So, you know, with, so with our Genesis, you know, it's easy to kind of hone in and focus on on merchandise right but but really like you're, you're alluding to you know there's this huge value proposition um just in nfts and and really what pushed viral and what pushed uh, our desire to launch this project is is really creating the tooling and the utility utility use case that pushes nfts to the next level of uses right and and i mentioned them a little bit before but you know, we haven't even talked about the really mundane things, <laughs> you know, like getting a, a certificate, you know, whether it be from university or from uh, like completion uh, or, you know, like a, a mortgage. Right. And, and so there's all these use cases of uh, NFTs that, that really aren't possible in the sense of um, people shipping whole tools to, to be able to to implement these use cases and so so when it comes down to it, viral we have a couple major plans for our tooling right um so i'm going to go back to merchandise really quick um before expanding and moving forward but so when it comes to merchandise one of the big things that we're trying to do is redef redefine e-commerce right especially when it comes to purchasing goods and services with crypto right and the big one is privacy Right. There's a lot of crypto payment processors, but that's not private. <laughs> so we're trying to look at, at just creating this uh, use case and tooling, or well, we're trying to fill this use case because, you know, the demand is there already. We, we wouldn't, you know, when you ship a good product, you ship it with the demand already there. You don't try to create the demand after creating the product. And so the one thing that we, we acknowledge is there's this huge demand for, uh, anonymous redemptions. And, and so we want to create this tooling where you can redeem goods uh, in real life goods using anonymous tooling. Right. Um, so merch is, is how we're, we're going to implement that uh, on the first level. Um, so anonymous purchasing ownership and redemptions. Um, but then with that too, we're also interested in ecosystem growth. Right. And so, so one of the things that we're doing, and this is sort of, uh, concurrent, but but runs parallel to, to the on-chain stuff is doing fiat on-ramps, right? So um, we're trying to use traditional e-commerce, uh, things that people uh, native to Web2 are, are used to, uh, to make a on-ramp for non-crypto native users onto Secret Network, right? Um, and that's similar to, to what people are doing with DeFi, et cetera. But the goal with that is, you know, it's all about growth. It's all about how do you bring in users that otherwise wouldn't get exposure to crypto, exposure to, you know, 
get them exposed to crypto. And, and that, uh, for example, with, with our partnership with Matt B is Sneakerheads, hugely passionate community. And I can't imagine, you know, a better community to, to dip their toes in, pun intended, <laughs> into crypto. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, so, yeah, looking to onboard them and then onboard them first and foremost to uh, privacy, right? Um, and then so. I, I got a quick question, actually. I, we're going a little off script, not that we always have a strict script here, but I, that just that gave me a question then. You're, you're going after with this go to market a very passionate existing community. Uh, you know, and we've seen this parallel all over the place with crypto. It's like gamers are an extremely passionate global community and they constantly talk with each other, interact with each other. They are very opinionated about the platforms that they use and, uh, the, the games that they embrace, the items that they, that they evangelize. So what kind of feedback then have you gotten? Like if, if you talk about this concept with sneakerheads, like either inside or outside the crypto space. Like, what are they telling you about this stuff? Are you finding that they get it kind of intuitively because there's so much overlap in this ethos of, you know, obsession and verifiability and access? Or, or is it still like a very difficult educational process just because the tech may not be as familiar to them? How, how has it really been trying to form that connection and, and get them to see it your way? Yeah, that's a really great question. So, uh, one, uh, I think it's a pretty easy on ramp for them in the sense that uh, you know NFTs started and, and their primary use case right now is collectibles slash uh, kind of repping and showing off, <laughs> and that's no uh, that's not unfamiliar to sneakerheads, right? And so, um, I think one the the value proposition of of onboarding onto NFTs in particular is uh, a pretty easy on-ramp because, uh, you know, it's another avenue for you to rep uh, your sneakers. Let's just take sneakers as the example, right? So you can rep them in real life, but then you can also rep the NFT, right? So so that that part of the value, you know, the value proposition or, or onboarding is really easy. Um, when it comes to crypto, like, you know, for a lot of users, it's still, whether they be specifically like a, a galvanized community like these sneakerheads, um, or just the general user, crypto is still really confusing to a lot of people. <laughs> and, you know, especially with the privacy layer, like secret network can be even more confusing, right? And so, so with that, you know, one of the things that we're doing is, is really creating a strong uh, on-ramp model uh, with education and, and like one-on-one. -on -one. Um, really, when it, when it comes down, and I'll kind of loop back around, but when it comes down to it, um, my focus is, has always been about the people in the community. And so, so if you, if you drop in our discord, if you interact with our team, um, and the community can, can speak to this, it's all about us being there and being very active in helping people out. Um, so, so for the onboard side, yeah, like crypto is still a pretty hard sell to be honest to, to the normal user, but, but when it comes down to having an approachable product, like, you know, the fact that our NFT isn't just a purely speculative uh, piece of digital artwork, but it's tied to the in real life asset, for example, shoes, it's a much, much easier sell to a sneakerhead, right? Because sneakerheads, they pay hundreds to thousands of dollars for a pair of sneakers. 
So then when you go to say, okay, here's this amazing artisan, Matt B. And he's really the best that I've, I've seen and found. Um, we're going to guarantee that you can redeem your NFT, right? With him for a pair of shoes. It's a much easier <laughs> sell to say, okay, go mint or go buy this NFT on secondary for hundreds to thousands of dollars. Right. Um, so, so I guess to, to come back around, I hope I answered your question fully. Like, you know, what we're doing is we are creating this bridge where it's a, a, le- a little easier to get your toes wet than jumping straight into, you know, PFP NFTs. Um, it's also a little easier to get into crypto when you have a strong community and strong team that is very active with the community. If I might, um, well said, mate. If I might add to that, there's not just the sneakerhead, right? There's also the artisan themselves who's being onboarded into this ecosystem, uh, you know, or into this sort of marketplace. Um, so in this case, Matt B, right? So um, we've also found that they are incredibly keen to get into such a passionate community. Matt, Matt B possibly more than any other we've come up against, but it's been pretty consistent um, in terms of people's willingness um, to come and get involved and willingness to learn as well, right? So it's not just about, okay, you know, we're going to get X number of shoes ordered, so we better just nod and smile. Um, there's a genuine um, desire to be involved in a community like this that people know uh, is so passionate. As we said before, whether or not they pass our exacting standards is a separate question, um, but they're certainly very keen to be involved. I also, real quick, wanted to add, you know, one of the things, it, it's not just a one-way road. It's not just uh, us bringing users in. It's also us bringing crypto tech out into in real life and, and non-crypto spaces. For example, uh, with Matt, he is so stoked. <laughs> like, it, it, one, uh, Tori, you should definitely like sit down and chat with Matt sometime because I think you guys would kick it off. But um, he was so stoked. What are all for... these sneaker puns, man? <laughs> they're not planned trust me i don't have a list of puns that i'm going through now kidding uh-huh. um but yeah he he's so stoked for the verification tech you know there, there are like there's other high premium brands that are doing verification but they're all centralized right and so so what we're trying to do and, and what we're bringing is um yeah you can tap your smartphone on your shoe it'll verify authentic and it'll tie it to our blockchain and pull up your NFT. Like, how how sick is that, right? And so, so part of it is that it's uh, our tooling is also designed so that our providers like Matt can integrate it into his existing workflow, right? For him, it's it's a really easy uh, add-in, right? So as he's doing his uh, cut and sew panel on the side of the shoe, he can add in our chip, and then we take care of all the backend stuff, right? And then the blockchain takes care of all the decentralization. So, so yeah, just just really stoked. Because it's it's a two way street. I think one thing we're going to try to do better as an ecosystem, and the reason we do these spaces is just to get everybody in the secret ecosystem who's thinking about these topics, but from their own lens, right? We are going to do a better job over time of telling these stories because we're going to have all these incredible case studies. Like right? viral is one case study, but so is like what Legendow is doing with Kevin Smith, and because you talk about you know creators that are super passionate about their own work, but just as passionate about the community. We're definitely experiencing that right now, but in a totally different vertical, right? Like that's film. 
film and comics and like, again, extremely passionate, opinionated communities, right? But the creators themselves are the ones who are starting to embrace this experimentation. They are dissatisfied with status quo. They want things to be shaken up so that we can you know, decentralize some things, but then re-centralize things around community ownership and these community infrastructures. They don't want chaos, but they do want things to change. That, that impetus towards change kind of seems universal. And what I'm hoping we start to do, you know, with your story and Kevin Smith's story and all these different stories around secret NFTs is we start to show how this is all a larger story around the connection between the need for privacy, the need for empowerment, the need for experimentation and creativity. These are all the same story told through 17 different lenses of all the talented teams and creators collaborating to bring these things to market, they're going to start small. They're going to start looking like small experiments, but those are the lead users. Like the Ethereum community had in like 2017 with CryptoKitties, right? Like these are the lead users that are going to paint the way to the longer term trend of universal adoption. I remember, because these guys were on my podcast, right? I remember all the people experimenting with NFTs in like 2017, 2018, and people like CoinArtist experimenting even before that, but then bringing things like plasma bears and stuff. Like people don't understand how, it, how this arc of history, it's also new, but it was always follow the creators and follows the, follow the creatives. So if you guys are bringing the creators and the creatives into this ecosystem and empowering them, trust me, uh, that is going to pay massive dividends for Secret as an ecosystem. And I'm sure for you guys, for whatever the next project past Genesis is going to be. With all that said, uh, I want to ask one more, uh, even bigger question, I guess, about secret NFTs and, and Viral's role in expanding use cases and such. Um, and just so people know, this is usually about the time of every secret space where we start to say, get your hands raised so we can bring you on stage, talk with the Viral team, ask your questions about them, secret NFTs, secret NFT ecosystem, basically anything secret at all. So start sticking up your hand if you've got something. But right before we get to that, uh, what happens when it's not shoes, right? What happens when we want to look at what you're already doing and saying, like, how do we expand it? Like, what are the next immediate killer use cases? But then what's, what do you think we're doing in five years with the same technology? I remember when I, when I was working at Snapchat, we had a, we had a quote on the wall, which is, uh, I've seen in other places, right? Where it's like, uh, I'm going to butcher the, doing this as a direct quote, right? But like all, all brilliant ideas start off looking like toys. Um, so sneakers aren't toys. This is big business. But they're going to seem a lot less uh, universally impactful than talking about something like verifiable credentials or decentralized identity. So if we're sitting here in a few years, the same kind of tech that you're pioneering, what would you like to be seeing it used for? Yeah, I love this question. Um, and forgive me if I get a little bit on my soapbox here, because this to me is um, the real revolution at work, right? So I think um, that you can only really understand what viral are doing here on the secret network if you look at the really mundane, everyday things. Uh, so I, I, I think this is so important, right? So Tor asked in a previous, you asked in a, a previous AMA how we can use this tooling to onboard a million users. And I think that kind of threw us a little bit because the, you know, the million is such a large number, right? Uh, but really, it's, it's the mundane. Um, 
it's it's not about shoes um it's not uh you know it's not even really about the nft for nft's sake it's about using secret nfts in the mundane everyday things like uh real estate um you know being able to choose what information should be public to validate a transfer of title and what isn't required to be public and that's what this is all about right uh voting recording votes correctly while keeping id private uh medical records and so on um and that's really what we think the value here is is in being part of a revolution really i, I don't think that's overstated um you know we have to think ahead and think differently uh, as to what it is that that we're working towards here you know viral and the secret network together to really understand the impact right so sure you know like to get attention we'll use the oldest trick in the book and be big and flashy and you know want to have fun shipping tools and phase one this and v1 that and all this uh, and you know who doesn't like merchandise that's epic and high quality so yeah let's make it fun let's hype it um but really uh, to answer your question our focus is um shipping uh, much needed tooling and utility to make nfts evolve into real world use cases and we believe um as a lot of people here do i think that that can only be done properly with, with privacy front and center um and so you mentioned uh you know on your podcast 2017 crypto kitties and, and and so on all that time ago you know i think of it like uh viral being to next generation nft use cases um so viral is to uh, the you know the next use cases of nfts what crypto punks were to pfps right so again, that's a pretty bold statement. Um, but I think if you look back and you looked at CryptoPunks and thought, as I did, right? So I, I was not immune. Uh, that's just an 8-bit JPEG. I'm not buying that. Um, then you missed the real revolution going on behind the scenes. Not to mention a million-dollar asset, but anyway. Um, and so, yeah, we don't want people to make the same mistake with Viral uh, and the products we're shipping, uh, starting with our Genesis drop on, on May the 22nd. And then I just want to add on top of that, that um, one thing I want to make it clear to, to you, Tor, but then also the community is that, you know, the, the tools, the big tools that we talked about with phase one, phase two, phase three, um, the base tools are all integrated into Genesis. So, so we, we took a lot of time when working on this uh, idea use case, right? But then also um, in shipping the product in that we don't want things to go obsolete, you know, uh, we don't want to launch Genesis, and then when we launch our second project, that uh, or our second drop, that that Genesis goes obsolete. If anything, our arc is all about driving value both to our community user base, but then also to um, you know to viral as a whole, right? And so each subsequent phase, uh, and you're you know saying like, what do we see in the next six months, year, etc.? Um, yeah, I could see us using custom merch to you know well decentral is a little close but <laughs> like imagine walking in to you know the uh film screening tapping your piece of custom merch tied to the collection right and then getting in access uh that's your ticket in right so so not only uh do you have your ticket in but you have this amazing piece of merchandise that uh you can rep both at the event and then after the event, but then take that a step further, you know, like one of the cool things, especially minting Genesis or any of our drops is that we can always, because of the chips that we're putting in 
our merchandise, we can always whitelist a collection or whitelist an individual user uh, for some sort of perk at the end. We, we haven't really talked about diamond hands, et cetera, but uh, imagine going to, to a secret network uh, event, a huge party, and then all diamond hand holders get open bar, right? They don't pay a cent for their drinks for the night. <laughs> that's, that's the cool thing is that we're, from the beginning, we're baking in all this uh, use case that we can open up and expand in the, the following phases. So, I mean, I love the long-term vision. I love the short-term vision. I love the idea that we're going to be able to jam on some of this stuff in Austin. So if anybody here listening is going to be down in, uh, in Austin, Secret is a main sponsor for Decentral, for Terra Dapp Expo. I'll be speaking at Consensus on the 11th of June. We're going to be down there. Agents are going to be running the town. We're going to have secret agents running around with missions, wearing merch, giving merch. It's going to be uh, it's going to be quite a production. We don't we don't do this all together that often, but we're we're pretty excited about being able to come down and show people what it looks like when all these things we talk about around privacy and empowerment uh, meet the actual real world that you can touch and and hold. Um, I think honestly, uh, and, and again, this is the time to put hands up, guys, because this is your perfect time to get um, Jamama to do something by accident and leak alpha. He shouldn't, but <laughs> I probably can't get him to do it. But if you ask the right question, maybe he will. I have to stay on script, right? But before we bring anybody up with a question, I just want to say it, when I talk to you guys, I definitely get the sense that we're trying to do something fun. And I think it has to start there. We've tried for years trying to put the cart before the horse, right? And when you try to convince people who are already really happy with the way things are done because they're in control, that they should try something different, you got a long road ahead of you. They like how things work, even if it's not how things are supposed to work, even if it's in their better long-term interest to change the way that things are done. Come on, you know that's a hard sell. Things are already working. Why do anything different? But for people who love to just have fun with it, experiment, see what else is possible. You have to build these kinds of go-to-market applications on the bleeding edge. You know, people, people love the branding of Secret because they love to be in the know on stuff that they think other people don't. That is 100% the brand of the project, not because we don't want to be inclusive. I mean, I, I think actually what we want is to be maximally inclusive, but you become inclusive by letting people in on this kind of knowledge. I think everything we've talked about here today is super awesome knowledge. I, I think we're all gonna go to sleep tonight and think about things a little bit differently, like the potential of this kind of network uh, in the long-term and in the short-term. We're gonna think about it a little differently because, because of this conversation. Uh, but I also hope that we go and tell five to 10 people about exactly this kind of use case so that they can start to wrap their heads around, around like the idea that, wow, you can be using a blockchain network for something this fun and experimental, it doesn't have to be leveraged DeFi. It doesn't have to be uh, something a lot stodgier on the verifiable credential side. It could just be, you could just be in it for the shoes. It's got to be the shoes. So anyway, uh, I'll get off my soapbox too, because if anybody's got a hand up for a question, this is the perfect time. I've got one person with a hand up, so I'm going to bring them up on stage to ask questions. But I just wanted to quickly thank you guys again for coming in getting everybody thinking 
again, a little bit differently about what's going to be possible with all this tech. It's just so fun to pick our heads up and start thinking differently. So yeah, Emir, you're on stage. Go ahead if you've got a question for the squad. I know your mic was just working because I heard it. If you want to unmute and ask, go ahead. If not, uh, other people, feel free to put your hands up. I'll bring you up here on stage. And in the meantime, from the viral team, maybe tell people what they should do if they want to make sure they don't miss any information about the Genesis launch. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to that real quick. Um, we're in a bear market. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Everybody's seen it. Um, and it's rough, you know, uh, like kind of exactly what you're saying, Tor. You know, we, we're trying to make this really fun. We're trying to make, uh, especially Genesis, like this huge, uh, come out with a huge bang, right? Especially in Secret Network. Um, and so, yeah, it's an it's a extremely premium product. Um, it's expensive. The the thing with our, our use case too is that it's tied to like for example with Matt B, you know, we're paying we're baking in shipping and uh full redemption costs into the NFT itself. And so yeah, for Matt, you know, a lot of those costs are are tied to fiat. Yeah. And so so one, uh as the price of uh secret has been dropping in the bear market, um just stay tuned. You know, we, we posted an unbonding announcement a few weeks ago. Um, we're continuing to watch the market. Uh, we want to launch with as much, um, uh, just yeah. Awareness that like our community is so passionate, uh, and we're committed to it, but, but it's a hard market to launch a premium product. And so we keep a, a tab on our Twitter, um, but then also keep a tab in our discord. Um, we you know, one, Thing about us is uh, we have multiple projects in the pipeline already and so we're very easy to pivot if we need to but but for now just uh, keep up with our news we, we post daily we post multiple times a day um, but yeah Genesis is still planned there, there hasn't been any changes Genesis is still planned May 22nd and uh, Matt is still our provider sick yeah one thing I will say which I know we'll have a lot more chances to talk about, but there's a lot of things to be done in the NFT space and in the games space and metaverse space and this merging of physical and digital space with privacy by default platforms like Secret, right? There's so much to experiment on that I think is going to be a little more insulated from bear markets, right? And I know you guys aren't trying to sell a million shoes in your first run. You're trying to find that dedicated early community. And I think bear or no bear, you can always find that early dedicated community because there's always going to be a critical mass of people who built in the last bear too, who understand that the best ideas come from creative constraints and from being able to cut through the noise, which a bear market kind of allows you to do. It's easier to tell the right stories when you're not competing for airtime with people who are selling you vaporware. This is the furthest thing from vaporware that I think I've heard of happening in the NFTs for, for a very long time. So what I wanna see happen next with Viral, and I'm sure what you guys wanna see happen next with Viral is how can you continue to launch products on secret that aren't going to require that people get into it because they think they're going to double, triple, 10X their money, but because they're building a long-term 
reputation, a long-term type of engagement with our community. This is where I see there being overlap with what you guys are doing, with what the secret agents program is doing, or what committees are doing, or what Stash is doing, there, or, or to a very large extent, what LegendDAO is doing. Everybody on the network, because we come with that ethos at the core, uh, there's so much we can be doing to collaborate together and bring more of these experiences to market. So my, my last call to action, I guess, is don't worry about the bear market. Just constantly find those collaborations. You always have more support than you think. There's always, both in the community and for business development and awareness, there's, there's always more than you think going on in the secret ecosystem to support you. And this goes for anybody listening in the audience as well. If you're thinking about launching something on secret, there's always more support than you think. People who will come and be your alpha users, your beta users, people who will partner with you gladly because they know how important it is to be a bleeding edge innovator. That is here. Even if it's out of sight sometimes in the bear market, even if we're all busy people, I promise you, it is, it is out there in the secret ecosystem in spades. Uh, we had one more hand up. I'm going to bring this person up on stage if I can. Uh, I think that's kind of up to the Twitter spaces gods, but let's, let's see if I can't make this work. It was crypto tech believer. Let's see. It keeps saying that it's rejecting. So they may need to quit and come back. Yeah. While we wait for that, um, I really appreciate your words there, Tor. Cause yeah, it's definitely, you know, especially viral is all funded by sweat and tears of the team. And and the Jamama, uh, as Gio likes to joke, the Jamama College Fund. <laughs> um, and yeah, like it, it's intimidating. You know, I, I've been through two bears already, um, but it's intimidating launching in a bear. But but yeah, your words are, are really welcome because uh, it mirrors exactly what our community is showing us. That even though it's a premium product at a less than premium time for a secret network or secret uh token prices and, and crypto prices in general um the support is there because people see the big picture heck yeah all right i think it worked so crypto tech believer you got a question for the squad sure thanks for taking my question my name is jason by the way and uh it's just a quick question you know trying to get more alpha out of you guys uh i always thought nfts fit with concerts and sporting events you know college real life so are there any partnerships like you think years out, say, I go to a Yankee game, instead of getting a hat, I get a digital representation of that hat instead of a sneaker, a hat, I'm trying to say. Something like that. You know, I'm never really a fan of NFTs in the purest sense at the current state, but I'm always looking towards the future, giveaways, you know, even political events. You know, people want something when I go to that. So there's always like hype with that thing. I uh, just want to get your sense of that because that's how I see nfts years from now hitting mainstream thank you awesome yeah thanks for the the question um i think there's two layers to that one uh on the merchandise side right so so things that you can get uh both to um, rep you know whether it be a game that you went to or uh, a convention and, and somebody's brand that or message that they're trying to um, share so on the merch side yeah definitely i think that uh, one, our, our tooling fits that and, and that's in our, um, in our plans. Like, you know, we we're really looking at exploring the crypto space with, um, like crypto events, et cetera. But, but like we had mentioned in the talk earlier, um, 
you know, when, for example, if, if Matt B is doing another event, like, uh, the one he did for Netflix, right. Doing, um, uh, again, this is kind of going back to, to, um, movies and, and the entertainment industry, like, yeah, you know, we can do, uh, we can do our merchandise for them, package them as NFTs, but then have them tied to real life assets. Um, but then there, there's another layer to your question that, that I think, uh, one gets me really excited is the actual access to the event. <laughs> so the ticket, for example, like, okay, say you're going to a baseball game, right. And then you're trying to get in, uh, how cool would it be? And, and this is actually something we're implementing instead of just tapping in with a ticket, a paper ticket or a mobile ticket with a QR code, you tap in with your, your Jersey, you know, your baseball Jersey or your baseball hat. Right. Um, and the tech that we're launching allows you to do that, right? Because there's verifiable chips in the merchandise itself, uh, that you can verify authenticity, but then two, we can tie it to blockchain where, uh, we can also do, uh, ties to your NFT slash, uh, blockchain verification. So, so, and then, um, I'm going to drop a little bit on, on top of that, uh, just for, for everybody to hear too, like, we're looking at really cool ways because right now, you know, one hard thing about uh, doing chain on-chain verification is having to do wallet transactions. Um, so, so we're trying to do this kind of two-layer approach where uh, you can have easier access, one with just uh, authentication chips, uh, for example, in our merchandise. But then two, like imagine, imagine you're at like a co-working space, you tap in with uh, your hat or, or whatnot. Um, but then you have to access your Jackal drive, right? And then we can do a two-factor where you're able to both verify with uh, our chips, but then two, uh, get access to sensitive information through like a wallet verification, right? So, so yeah, there, there's a lot, there's a huge uh, world of use cases that we can tap into. And, and I hope that answers the question. Thank you. Look forward to it. Sick. All right, we got time for one more question here before we come to the top of the hour. So I'm going to add this last question to the spage. Did I say spage? Stage. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Emperodal. Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Yep. Um, I was going to ask for people, for example, like some of these um, things are tied to events. Maybe they're probably in the US or they could be in the UK or wherever. If, for example, you're not in the whatever the continental area, would you be able to sort of rent out your V1, for example, or that ticket to someone who's interested and then get it back? That's a really good question. So um, just for some clarification, uh, for example, with, with ticketing specifically, um, we're still going to use our V1, V2 tooling. Um, we are, you know, the, the biggest concern is double spend, right? And for an event, uh, that kind of equates to double access, right? So, so somebody accesses the event, but then passes on that ticket to another person and then access it. Um, one way that we're solving for that right now in our early stages is um, doing the V1 to V2 redemption, right? So so you uh, lose your V1 or our contract takes your V1 and then issues you the V2, which again is that purchase order slash receipt, right? For, for uh, the actual physical merch. But um, what we're doing, especially for an event, is... Uh, you need the piece of merchandise. So um, that then is 
your NFT, you know, you still have your digital V2 representation and, and we're going to be teasing artwork for Genesis. So you'll see what that looks like, but uh, it's very clear that V2 in the digital sense uh, can still act as like a PFP or a sense of ownership of the real life asset, but it doesn't have the same weight as that V1 because you've, you've uh, quote unquote redeemed it. Right. And so uh, for access to say an event, uh, we're really leaning into having that physical piece of uh, whether it be merchandise or, or some other physical asset, right? And so to answer the question, can you loan your V1 and then get it back? Uh, right now, the short answer is no. Uh, because again, you know, we, we want to make sure we don't have double spend issues. Um, can you, you know, sell or trade your V1 to to a friend, uh, can they redeem it, get that merch, and then go to the event? Yes, <laughs> but as far as uh, getting that physical piece of merch back, you know, th this is and then going back to, to our discussion earlier, like you know, there's this whole uh, sort of secondhand market for for physical goods, right? And and it's a really messy market with consignment, etc. One of the things that we're trying to do is, is streamline that. So, so in later phases of our tooling, we want to do something where, uh, for example, you go to an event, uh, but that ticket might be reusable for the next event, right? And so then we might do something where um, uh, your physical piece of merch can be sent back in, and then we can retool it. Um, I, I'm going to wrap this up, but one really cool thing too about our brand portfolio is for example if you if you got genesis and you got your epic shoes uh, and we want to recapture sort of that in real life asset and then repackage it digitally we can actually do that with our brand portfolio because most of our artists and artisans do amazing work with cut and sew so maybe we take and you know for our sneakerheads they'll, they'll probably cringe a little bit at this but <laughs> maybe we take your genesis shoe that you've redeemed uh and then we repackage it digitally but then we also have an artisan recreate it into a new piece of uh, merchandise or a new piece of uh, artwork right um like a custom hat you know that that was once a jordan etc so yeah i have a feeling especially trendy on our team who's listening is probably cringing on that one but <laughs> um, yeah i hope that answers the question uh, great thanks all right we went a few minutes over here probably because the content is glorious but we do have to wrap it up for this week's secret spaces. Uh, are you guys doing any other spaces this week? Yes, we are. Um, we're doing stash spaces uh, tomorrow. That's the 11th of May at 1900 UTC. And then we have Sienna spaces next Tuesday at 1800 UTC. Dang. All right. Well, you guys are covering a lot of ground ahead of launch, which is awesome to see. So if you heard that, Make sure you guys are following Viral Drops. They are linked in the space description so that you get the alpha on all those upcoming spaces and opportunities. It's going to be so cool to see how you guys scale out with this stuff. It's awesome to see the secret NFT ecosystem continuing to expand in general. We love working with you guys on just general education for how secret NFTs can be used for these types of real world use cases anyway. So let's keep that collaboration up. Hopefully everybody who listened today got a lot out of this, got your minds rolling around on how secret can be revolutionary for a lot of these use cases. 
how a lot of this stuff can only be possible on a private by default network. Uh, so get into our community, come join us, come follow Secret Network, get into the Discord at chat.scrt.network, participate as an agent, start a project on the network, take advantage of our $200 million plus ecosystem fund, get a grant, uh, just a ton of ways to get started, guys. I can't emphasize it enough. There is more support in this ecosystem than you would think just coming in from the outside, but we are, we are always here to support any builder, any thinker, any experimenter, any creator. So let's see what we can do. Viral guys, thanks again for joining us. Everybody else, we will see you here next week, same time, yet again, for Secret Spaces. Uh, and I think we're going to have some more Secret NFT content, this time uh, in the metaverse. So get excited for that. And by then, we should also have Shockwave Alpha Live, major mainnet upgrade, coming tomorrow, May 11th massive performance and group improvements so we will see you on the other side of that on next week's secret spaces thanks again everybody for coming today thanks everyone thanks guys thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was secret spaces featuring viral drops dropping some nft alpha recorded on tuesday may 10th 2022 for TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Mutation. It is the key to our evolution. It has enabled us to evolve from a single-celled organism into the dominant species on the planet. This process is slow, normally taking thousands and thousands of years. But every few hundred millennia, evolution leaps forward. Diving through the forest, looking for the door to the portal. Said it'll take me down a corridor. I'm ignoring the warning, storing importance. The cord looks source from ancient coordinates. Smells like musty mutants, trust me. I've been hunting bugs since the leaves started rustling. I must be getting close, yo, the scene is disgusting. Parasitic mutation, bleaching off the country. Grab a couple samples and defy their custody. Feeding gamma rays to the beast at peak velocity. Mutating awesomely. Priests don't wanna me. Taking all the scraps and feed them to the lottery. Always evolving to defy the possibly These are the things that will scream irresponsibly Feeling uneasy, these genes get them off of me I don't mean to trip it, am I mutating properly? We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants Unlock the lab, it's time to do this Breathing getting heavy, I can feel it in my arms But I can't stop now Mutation It's an art form, don't be alarmed If you see me looking odd when I'm out on the farm Spinning crop circles in your yard Reaching the stars, need a way to get across Got this little mutation Let's me hack key cards Seen looking like it came out the first three saws Flexing like Rex when I mutate the pre-cop Leaders trying to research this genetic seesaw Give me all the science and we'll leave you with the pre-slaw Riders believe they bleed these endorsements Turning scientists into terrorist supporters Gotta seize the spoils and release the spores It's time to forage through DNA lore So sink in a swim, silly Alice, take the pill and see We're all mad here, taking over your facility We are the mutants we are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. <laughs>